we, we kind of have a track record of that yes, happening. Salutations, my friends, and thank you for tuning in to another edition of Factions of Freedom. This is actually a very special transmission, uh, an emergency transmission to go over some of the peculiarities surrounding the Christchurch shooting. I am actually joined by the ever intrepid, awesome Lori Alexander of the Underground Resistance Network, our FedBook affiliate. Lori, my friend, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Long time new talk. Oh, I know. But it is always magic whenever we get together. <laughs> On <That's> something. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, for people that don't know, because, you know, we have new listeners, new followers, new subscribers every single day. Uh, Lori is essentially, I don't want to say godmother, but she's one of the people that has helped us get into uh, podcasting, online truth seeking, getting into all this type of content uh, and really trying to disseminate it to the audience. So uh, it's, it's always fantastic having Lori on. And, and this is the beauty of it. She always covers angles that I don't see. I love it. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, we just, you know, talked about this. It, it, there's different levels. You, you just got to keep, you know, back and forth and, and feed off of each other. Iron sharpens iron. And I think that's what we do the best. And, you know, we, uh, we got a lot to talk about. It's been a while since we've been together and um, a lot's been going on <laughs> a lot. Oh, oh yeah. Well, let's, let's, I, in typical fashion, let's just jump straight into the rabbit hole. Uh, so I'll be honest with you, you know, I was in Texas recording a four part, eight hour series, uh, over a wide variety of spiritual topics in Texas. And then I came back only to find out that there had essentially been a shooting in New Zealand that claimed the lives of over, uh, 40, over 40 different people. Now, as information's come out, you know, some of those numbers have changed. There's been a lot of peculiarities surrounding the event. And I wanted to kind of pick your brain to see what research you, you've, you've come up with. Uh, on your end? Um, okay. Well, yeah, there's a lot of information that is out there. Um, yes, there was the shooting um, in New Zealand, uh, Christchurch, New Zealand, and um, a lot of things have come to light um, regarding, regarding the shooting. And uh, this includes discrepancies. Um, you know, I, you know what, before we even start, I just want to make reference to or want to make people understand something that um, I'm going to be, you know, probably talking and saying the term false flag um, throughout the broadcast. Um, so to set the record straight and so we don't get off on the wrong foot um, and, and trigger anybody, I just want to make people aware that when I use the term false flag, I'm not saying nothing happened. I'm not saying nobody was killed. I'm not yeah. saying that, you know, what I'm saying is a false flag. And when in the, the true in the true definition of that, a false flag is designed to deceive um, and the deception creates an appearance of a particular party, a group or a nation being responsible for some activity. And they disguise it as an actual um, event um, with hidden agendas. So. You know, when I when I talk about that, please don't take it wrong. Please don't get triggered and say she said it didn't happen. I, I'm not saying it didn't happen. What I'm saying is, is there's other, there's there's other uh, entities that are behind the curtain that are, are responsible for this. Yes. You know? Real people um, die at false flags. Real people die at false flags. Absolutely. You know, which just adds to uh, the sheer level of, of evil that we're, we're dealing with here um, on so many different levels. Yes. So, um, 
And people don't think about that, you know, how, how that's whether everybody doesn't have to be in on it for like the message to get across. Like you see how there's usually a ready-made narrative as soon as these type of traumatic events happen when we still don't even have all the facts together. And Absolutely. So that's and it's, and it's so um, they, they, they get away in order for a lie to, to succeed. Um, they have to keep a, car, a compartment compartmentalized. Can't have a problem with that word. So only certain people know certain aspects. So I know that if my job is a shooter, you know, that's just my main job. I just know this is, I, this is point A, point B, and this is what I have to do. Um, there's a gentleman by the name of Kurt Haskell. Now, Kurt was actually on the plane with the uh, underwear bomber. And he, has, he covers false flag events. And he made a list of, of things that to look for when these events happen. And within the first 24 hours, um, he pulled, you know, we've got a list of the things that, um, that raised the red flag for this. Yes. Um, trying to get it up right now. Yeah. Um, and I, I found it interesting that when this first happened, um, you know, the video was out, was put out, you know, within a, a very brief amount of time. I mean, boom, we had the, inter, you know, we had the, the video, boom, we had the manifesto, boom, we, ha- you know, I mean, everything happened so quickly and so fast. Um, it was almost like a, like a, like a Hollywood production, absolutely. but they're using Facebook as like the, as the streaming platform. And they do have uh, the, the software out there to allow people to, to, to post-production uh, broadcast and then put them up on and stream them as if they were live. They have that, that, that capability. People can uh, hop on Instagram or Facebook live with the proper software and then add all kinds of graphics and different things. It's, 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 it's definitely possible. Well, we know also through um, looking at crisis cast, um, they have their promotion, their promoters. They, they will tell you right on their website that we take care of everything, including social media coverage. And how many times have we seen that to where they, they, they have a ready-made, a ready-made audience, a ready-made uh, uh, information, disinformation team, people who already have cover stories, uh, the footage already put together? Oh, we've seen it oh, numerous times. We saw it in Las Vegas. We've seen it in Florida. We've seen it at the Bataclan. Um, we've seen it at just about every event. Um, and, and I do believe we've, we've seen it again in, in Christchurch. Well, you know, it's what's even more strange about well, not necessarily more strange, but this is just how all of this stuff ends up working or, or whenever we start putting these pieces together. There was this there was a, a, a training event in New Zealand mm-hmm. at the same time. And I say that because <laughs> whether or not this was supposed to happen at the mosque or whether or not this was something that actually happened, we won't know because, well, these are these are the kind of facts that kind of obscure what they're trying to put out there. So whenever you have these people saying they're going to have a, a training sessions, whenever the mosque happens, well, why don't you talk about that as soon as this tough type of stuff comes out? Was this real mm-hmm. or was the, or was this fabricated? Yeah. And um, it's funny that you mentioned that because there was a drill taking place. It was called the armed defender squad. They were having a drill at the same time. Prime minister came on the same night and she, and the prime minister even said that there was reports that the armed offender squad did enter the mosque and they did open fire. 
I think people need to realize something here. We're, ta- we're not talking about the United States and, and the United States gun control. We're talking about New Zealand, who has one of the strictest gun control laws out there in the world. The police do not carry guns. They don't carry weapons. I don't know if, if you knew that, but they don't. These special squads, which would be like our SWAT team, and they're called the Arm Offender Squad, they are the ones that respond to events like this. They are the ones that are armed. So for them to get on site that quickly, uh, it has to raise, it has to raise a, red, a red flag. So why do you, and, and, and I think this would be like a good point for us to kind of, you know, jump into it. Let, let's, let's look at some of the peculiarities surrounding it. You know, he streamed for, what was it, almost 17 minutes on Facebook Live? Right. Why didn't Facebook take it down? I mean, I, I can't, you know, it depends on, I've, I've been doing, um, what is it called, watch parties on uh, turn. And if I even get so much as a, a blip on their radar, they will, they will shut me down. So why is it this guy streamed for 17 minutes without getting shut down? Didn't the algorithms pick up that this was a live event and this was, I don't know. I mean, just that, that I have, I have to question that. Um, I also have to question if you've watched the video. uh, Looking at it from a first shooter first-person shooter perspective, for a split second, that almost gave me a complacent attitude. What do you mean? As if, as if it was easier to digest and intake? Yes. Huh. yes. Because, I mean, it looked like a video game. I know exactly what you're talking about. You know what, I, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So it almost, it almost made it, it like, like, oh, this is really no big deal. Until, um, you know, I got into it and I realized, oh, my God, what am I watching? And what really, what really got me was um, the woman who tried to get over the wall that he shot. And then he went around and she was screaming for her life. She was screaming when he, when he got her in the back of the head. Um, and, that, and, that, and that really, that bothered me. But then uh, I had to take a step back because as a reporter and as somebody who should be looking at this um, clearly, um, I took a step back and then I started looking at things and I came up with a lot of, a lot of discrepancies. There's, there's, you know, one of the, one of the things that kind of caught my, my, uh, my attention right off the bat uh, trying to cover this issue in the reporter fashion (laughs) is as soon as I had posted about it, I immediately started receiving flack. Like, Mm-hmm. I put up a post. I put up a post about how you know there was a magazine already in the mosque, and how some of the case, how, how some of the shell casings were disappearing, and Instagram deleted my post. Mm-hmm. But in in deleting the post, it also froze the account. Like I said, removed the post, took it from my story, and also took it from Facebook. Mm-hmm. And- yeah, we're being we're being censored straight across the board on this. You're not the only one. I received. Um, I'm on suspension now. Um, all day yesterday when I was putting up articles wow. on it, they were pulling them and they pulled, they pulled and pulled and pulled. And I did not get suspended. I, I was just said that I was going against community standards. They're like, we don't know if you know about it or not, you know, whatever. And then I pulled off Dabu seven, um, put up a Twitter that said that anybody in New Zealand that was caught with the, um, with the video 
could risk a $250,000 fine or 14 years in prison. Yes. And that is what got me suspended. They said that when it got, that, that was, um, they, they said that that was bullying and harassment. So let's, let's, let's speak on that real quick. And then we'll, we'll definitely get into some more of these peculiarities. Why like this is, this is beyond 1984. It's beyond Orwellian mm-hmm. for them to literally say that we will, in, that we will put you in prison. If you have access to this information, we wow. saw this, we saw the same thing uh, with the WikiLeaks. I forget yeah. which which uh, which reporter it said, but he said, we're CNN. I think it was Jake Tapper of CNN. He's like, we're CNN. We're the only ones that are allowed to have access to the WikiLeaks. And if you're in possession of those, yeah. that's illegal. And now we see this same concept kind of resurfacing to where they're, 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 it's going beyond censoring. It's now where information has become uh, uh, forbidden for public consumption. That's okay. dangerous. Well, again, I mean, it's it goes back to the, the compartment compartmentalization of it we have to keep it we have to keep the circle small we have to make sure that people like us ej don't have um don't have this available to us so we can pull this apart so we can take and actually look at it and so that we can actually raise questions on this um you know um, we've gotten good and i have not to pat ourselves on the back but since uh um Newtown, yeah we have we have grown and um, you know, what took us uh, two, three weeks to pull apart and analyze, we're doing it within the matter of minutes from the event happening. This is true. They removed over 1.5 million videos within the first 24 hours mm-hmm. of it going up. And that just shows like how people were just biting into this and, and breaking it down, saying, what is this? What's happening here? What's the narrative? What's the story? Because I think and I'm, and I'm actually very glad you said it like that, that first person shooter point of view that that I think that really did play a part in it because people are so desensitized to things like hardcore Henry uh, uh, call of duty, any of the first person style shooter games to where they think they're just seeing another production. They don't think that this is actually reality. Right. Exactly. And, and um, when you are um, removed from a situation, when you don't have any emotional attachment to what you're watching, then you don't have empathy towards what you're watching. And I'm seeing a lot of that in a lot of the posts and a lot of the comments that people are making. Because well, think, oh, go ahead. No, because they're 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 pulling this now to, to the hate that and, and this is exactly what they want. They want to incite a knee-jerk reaction to what has happened. I agree. And, and, and I think, do like, do you, do you have the Australian Senator? Uh, I, f- I forget his name at the moment. Uh, Fraser Anning, you had the Australian Senator blaming that it was Muslims that carried out the attack. I think it's, it's, you know, that's, that's, that's the likely, I think that's a likely suspect type of thing. But when you, you break it down, why would a Muslim attack, attack another mosque? You know, so there's just a lot of things that are put out there to where it, you can see the psychological warfare or, or the politics behind it to where they can use this narrative to advance an agenda. Absolutely. And if you, if you take a look at the um, history of the Muslims in, um, in Christchurch, they've been there since the mid, uh, early to mid-1800s. They're, um, they're not a new injection into the architecture or the civilization there. They've been there, they've been there since the 1800s. So um, also, um, these people, for the most part, I mean, come on, they don't want to bring 
violence to themselves. Um, they, what, what bothers me and, and does it kind of, you know, I'm, I'm kind of unsettled about it is the fact that actually two things, the, um, is it the Iman? Is that what they call the head guy? The here? Imam. Yeah, the Imam. Um, he was a radical. Okay. And, and he was, he was radicalized. Um, so did, you know, was this, was this motivated? Was this, uh, religiously motivated for that purpose? I, I don't know. Um, also there's reports that the mosques that were hit also had fair warning. They were pre uh, warned of this attack. Huh? Um, yeah. So, you know, you've got to ask yourself, you know, um, okay, well, you know, to ask yourself, you just got to, what you got to do is you got to sit back and you've got to, to, you know, make a list. And, and I always tell people, whenever you do, go to make a decision, make a list of pros and a cons list. And the same thing goes for one cover and stuff like this. Start making a list of things. Start putting down, okay, this, 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 and this, and this. Because that way you can go back and you can, you know, be like, huh, okay, well, two plus two equals four, oh, two plus two equals six. And you have to go back and you have to look at it and start asking yourself the question then, and then dig deeper into it. So, yeah, the, the, uh, the, the um, leader of the church was a radicalized um, Muslim. But in the same thing, I, I don't believe any, they had anything to do with it. I don't think. Oh, go ahead. And, I, and I say that because I, I read the manifesto and I, I kind of know what, what his motivation was. And I so. definitely... I definitely want to get into the manifesto uh, because I feel like this is, we, we were talking about it before the show. Uh, you know, this is UN agenda 21, agenda 2030, UNESCO world government. Everything this guy is saying is just like textbook. And you were saying this too. This is from, from uh, Ted. Uh, I forget his, his, his last Ted, name. Ted, yeah. Ted, Ted Kaczynski. Kaczynski. Yeah. The Unabomber, everything he's saying is word for word self-described eco-fascist. I definitely want to get into that before mm -hmm. we do. Let's, let's run through this list of peculiarities okay. uh, so we can get this on record. So people understand this is why we question these types of events, why we still say, yes, people do die in false flags, but you know, explain this to me. Um, you know, the perpetrator, the perpetrators are identified in record time. Uh, new laws or military action take place as a result of the action. And that's already taken place. Yep. They're already, they already, they, they, they've already, people, they already placed into law, new gun control. And this yep. is what I found is interesting is that the law was passed today, our time. Um, but uh, it will not take effect. And this is what I thought was very interesting. It won't take effect until next Monday because they want to make sure that they give proper respect to the burial of the dead. The dead are Muslims. The dead need in according to muslim um uh guideline religious guidelines don't they have to be buried within 48 hours why are they waiting seven days there's a there's a discrepancy there's a discrepancy right there you know you already have uh you have people in new zealand handing over handing over their 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 weapons like voluntarily going ahead and turning those in so for them to already have like a law written ready to go yeah written and ready to go i mean it, i want it, we talked about we talked about the yeah, that's what I mean. We talk about how long it takes to write a 74-page manifesto. How, how long does it take to write up a law? I mean, you know what I'm saying? They, what, they exactly. already have it ready to go? Exactly. It's got to go through legislation. Like, it has to go through people. There's there's people. There's checks people. and balances. You yeah. can't just literally have this happen overnight. And if you can, that's even more dangerous. So, again, that's just a massive red flag that I think a lot of people uh, don't think about right there. 
Um, <laughs> the event and perpetrators are all set up to cause conflict between several different religious, ethnic, or mm-hmm. sexual orientation groups. Uh, so this is why, again, you're, w- w- the narrative of a Muslim attacking a mosque, it doesn't make sense. You know, but then you start doing a little bit more digging. You figure out that he's this, this self-described eco-fascist, but he really hates everybody. He's just using the Muslims as a as a as a as a scapegoat. You well, see? if you read, yeah, and if you read, if you read the manifesto, he was a white supremacist. There's no doubt about it. Um, he refers to many many references to um, not agreeing with the immigration, not agreeing with um, how the Muslims are. Their goal is to come in and to basically muck up the DNA of the, 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 the place that they come into. And he referred to Britain. He referred to, to Europe. And um, uh, so, yeah, I mean, and it's heavy. Real, it's, the whole manifesto is so heavy with white supremacy presence. And I think that is uh, that is immigration like a white supremacy thing? Like I'm out here in New Mexico uh, and, you know, a, a few months ago last year, we had uh, the, the new, those New Mexico jihadis up in northern New Mexico. See how that just disappeared from the whole news. Uh, and so whenever we talk about things such as immigration, you know, I have we're, I'm border state. I'm right here on the border. I know what's happening. I see this type of stuff right. and I see. All of it develop. I'll be at cafes. I'll see people. And I'm not, you know, I'm not racist or any of these types of things. I'm pointing these types of things out. A lot of this is part of the multicultural agenda, uh, breaking down the borders and all this type of stuff. But uh, and, and, and this is this pertains to everything uh, that that that's in the manifesto. So I'll say this real quick to, to wrap up some more of these these peculiarities. Uh, you know, little to no amateur cell phone video footage of it released other than what he was had. Uh and, and, and again, 1.5 million videos being taken off within 24 hours prior to that. Facebook being down, uh, seriously down. Facebook and Instagram mm-hmm. being down for for the majority of a day prior to. So of course, anything that came up after that outage would be skyrocketed. So you, there's just a number of synchronicities surrounding this, and you guys can all go do your own research. And I'm sure we'll touch on some of it throughout this. But these are just a few of the anomalies that we have pointed out uh, that are with with this specific false flag and a lot of other false flags out there. Now let's, let's get into this manifesto. Uh, this is, this, this seems like something that I would print off and hold as a document whenever I wanted to cover things like uh, agenda 21, uh, agenda 2030, the sustainable development agenda. It's called the great replacement towards a new society. This I have, I have, I have almost five versions, five volumes of our paranormal series uh, with, with over 80 different, uh, pages of work this guy you're telling me some crazy crazy person who decided to go kill 40 plus people was able to come up with a comprehensive breakdown uh uh manifesto of how to implement a whole new societal change and then he decided to go kill people well if you're gonna if you're gonna believe the uh the the narrative then that's exactly what i'm saying that what he's what's being said here absolutely um the great I, yeah and, and you know to read the manifesto okay to actually read it and, and read it word for word he covers just about now okay for for people who don't have it in front of them the manifesto reads like a self-interview and he asks himself questions and then he answers them um so um 
he, he, it's a comprehensive, well thought, put together um, interview that he did with himself. And he answers just about every question that any reporter or anybody looking at the story would have an answer to. Who does that? This is, this is, uh, it, it, it's, 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 it, it's impressive. If it wasn't so dangerous, I would say this yeah. is impressive. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, and when you look at, um, and you read through it and you see the, um, the kind of the, the topic or not the topic, the, uh, the, the feeling of it and, and, and looking at who he references, I mean, the references alone are pretty, pretty um, impressive, if you ask me. I mean, he, he, said, he states in the, the manifesto that he asked for the blessing from the new Knights Templar and received it. I'm going to read, I'm going to read some of the, the introduction real quick for people. Mm-hmm. He says, it's the birth rates. It's the birth rates. It's the birth rates. If there is one thing I want you to remember from these writings, it's the birth rates must change. Even if, we're, even if we were to deport all non-Europeans from our lands tomorrow, the European, the European people would still be spiraling into decay and eventual death. Every day we become fewer in number. We grow older. We grow weaker. In the end, we must return to the replacement fertility levels or it will kill us. To maintain a population, the people must achieve a birth rate that reaches replacement fertility levels. In the Western world, this is roughly 2.06 births per woman. And then he has a Wikipedia uh, article link that, re- that that talks about sovereign states and uh, the fertility rate. He says there is not a single Western country, not a single white nation that reaches those levels. Not in Europe, not in the Americas, not in Australia or New Zealand. White people are failing to re- reproduce, failing to create families, failing to have children. But despite this separate sub replacement fertility rate, the population in the West is increasing and rapidly. How is this possible? Mass immigration and the higher fertility rates of the immigrants themselves are causing this increase in in population. We are experiencing an invasion on a level never seen before in history. Millions of people pouring across our borders legally, invited by the state and corporate entities to replace the white people who have failed to reproduce, failed to create create the cheap labor, labor, new consumers and tax base that the corporations and states need to thrive. This crisis of mass immigration and sub-replacement fertility is an assault on the European people that, if not combated, will ultimately result in the complete racial and cultural replacement of the European people. To, to see this in effect, full effect, you'll only have to look at the population statistics in Western nations for the year 2100. And then he puts up another link for uh, Wikipedia. And it seems like that's, that's kind of the tone that it goes on throughout like the entirety of it. Like he's talking about white genocide mm-hmm. and, and a, a, a lot of other things as well. Absolutely. And for those that, um, that know that have seen the video, um, you'll notice when you see his weapon, uh, there's the number 14 on his weapon. Now, first off, let me just say that uh, I don't know any respectable gun owner that would, that would muck up his, uh, his weapon the way this guy has with, with writing nope. and, you know, um, not to mention that he drops it at, at one, at one point. Um, but on his weapon, you'll see the number 14. And look, now after reading the uh, manifesto, um, and somebody had said to me, I think I know where the 14, the 14 refers to. 
The four team refers to David Lane's, uh, uh, the 14 words um, of the Air- white Aryan nation. And those 14 words are, we must secure the existence of our people and the future for white children. That's what the number 14 on this weapon signifies and what it stands for. I actually think I've heard about that before. It's like yeah. uh, the 1488, the 14 words of David Lane in the 88. Um, it, it has to do with, uh, with, with Hitler, the 88 uh, points that Hitler pull, pulls up. So the 1488, white su- supremacy, Aryan brotherhood. I um, mean, and, and it all pertains back to that. And if you read this guy's manifesto, like I said, and several times, it is so heavy on the white supremacy that, um, you know, it's, it's crazy. Um, you know, so yeah, if you guys don't know it, go to David Lane, the white supremacist, uh, David Lane, the 14 words and the 88 precepts of, uh, of Hitler. And you'll completely understand, understand, tie that in with the manifesto and boom, you've got it there. You've got it right there. There's his motivation. And, and, and real quick, you know, because this, this, this is, this is so deep. Uh, this is, it's just, I'm trying to wrap my mind around like, you know, the idea of this guy putting out a PDF and then like using this as like his, his, his homage to his death. It's, it's crazy to think about that somebody could carry out this level of insanity and have, have it this well thought out. Like I'm reading through it right here, you know? And and one of the questions is, is how long have you been planning this attack? He's like, Oh, I've been planning it for like, you know, two years and specifically at the, uh, the Christ church and three months ago. It's like, well, why would you, what are you like the same way you're saying this reads like an interview. He's just giving it away. He's just telling you his thought process, why he's doing this, why he feels like he has to do this. And you, you to, to read that you're getting into the mind of somebody who's, who's, <laughs> I don't, I don't even know. I don't want to say crazy, but he's extremist. doesn't do it justice. Exactly. And um, I don't know if you noticed, but on the, um, the title page. Do you see the black sun? Yes, I definitely did notice the black <laughs> okay. sun. I figured you would. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, and this reads this reads like a. Um, and for people that don't know uh, what the black sun is, those were the Nazis uh, that escaped mm-hmm. from uh, from World War II. I think they went into some of them actually went to the Vatican. That's for sure. We also got some of them during Project Paperclip. Paperclip. Uh, but the black sun basically symbolizes that it's who they worship. I, I think, and I, I think it also has ties into Saturn as well. Absolutely. Uh, right? It does. Absolutely. It does. Yeah. It has uh, ties into Saturn and also, I mean, it has deep, 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 deep occult, occult significance. Absolutely. And um, yeah, I didn't know. I mean, and that's also on, not only on his manifesto, the cover is manifesto, but it's also on um, a lot of his equipment that he, that we have pictures of. Um, and it's, it's actually, if you look through the manifesto, um, you know, you'll see it. And he, then he goes on, he goes on in the manifesto to talk about, um, what exactly he wanted to achieve. What he, you know, and, um, again, if you, um, know anything, uh, with the, the listings of the, um, things to look for, for, um, false flags, um, you, you said the event and perpetrators are set up to cause conflict between several different religious, ethnic, and sexual orientation groups. This one here is religious. And, you know, we know that um, Islam was set up to be the sword in the end days. Yes. And we know that the, the you know, the conflict between the Christians and the Muslims, or it's actually, it's going to be, you know, dark, dark and light, good and evil, whatever, however you want to look at it. 
you know. So, I mean, there's a lot of underlying agendas in this. There's a lot of underlying aspects of it if you look at it. Um, you know, and so the ramifications of this, this one event could be a, uh, a world changer. And that, that was going to, that leads me to my next question. Do you think that was part of his intention uh, is to start, you, you hear it all the time. They're trying to start a race war. They're trying to start a civil war. Do you think that this is one of, this is one of the matches? This is one of the events, or at least one of the things they're trying to use as an example or a reason to start this, to kickstart this. Like this is some pretty, it's pretty heavy stuff. And, and, and for this to get into the hands of some other people, now that this stuff is out there, in the internet, uh, you know, there's a, there's going to be other copycat killers. Like I'll, I'll be honest whenever I started and I'm glad you pointed this out about the first person point of view shooting. Whenever I started looking at some of the footage, I immediately thought of, of, of uh, this movie called rampage. Uh, you may have, you, people might've seen it on Netflix. They might be familiar with it, but it's the same thing. It's the same kind of concept, right? Guy records himself talking about all the injustices in the world, the corporations, uh, the inequality, the starving, the hunger, the poor, the wicked, all of it, and how he, how he himself, doing this courageous act, is being the righteous, uh, uh, the righteous mm-hmm. kickstart to something unholy. He, by doing this, is taking back the power that has been removed from society, and and then he goes on this rampage. He goes, he goes postal. He starts killing people. drives a drives a car into a bank, takes all the money, or he, he drives a car into the police station. Uh, blows up the police station, kills all of the authority within the town. And then he takes his time trying to kill everybody in the town that doesn't get away. Now, this is just a Hollywood depiction. How far off was this event? Yeah, well, I mean, we know that all Hollywood depictions of things are just, they're, they're telegraphing. I mean, they're required by, you know, Kabbalistic lodge to tell us in advance what they're doing. So, I mean, this is, this is nothing. Doesn't, it doesn't shock me, um, you know, so I actually have never heard. I just wrote it down. I'm going to have to watch that tonight rampage um, because I, I, I don't, I've never heard, even heard of it, but um, it's stuff like this that, you know, we, we need to, as reporters, I, I get into trouble all the time. Dave's always like, what are you watching? You're always watching movies. You're always watching videos. I, I, yeah, you have to, I mean, for certain things, for things like this, you know, I mean, I have to be able to come back and I have to recall things and be like, wait a minute, this is, you know, what this refers to, you know? So, yeah, I mean, um, absolutely. I had just watched, uh, speaking of movies that probably should have been watched. I, I just watched the Truman show with Jim <laughs> Carrey just the other night. And I was like, Oh my, how have I not seen this before? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> I'm like, wow, this is the, the, I'll have to break it down another time, but oh yeah, definitely. They, they put all this type of stuff out there uh, because to. Yeah, because it has twice the effect. And I think that that's why whenever you said you watched it, uh, your first take was you didn't you, you didn't think that you were you know watching an actual event. You thought, OK, well, this is just another production. That's how it works. That's that's the uh, the predictive programming. Strangely right. enough. Exactly. And what's scary about it is the fact that I did for that for that brief moment think that way. That just proves that it, it's worked. It's working. Their, their plan is working. Well, that's why we have to remain extra vigilant, like all the time. Absolutely. And and you know what? This goes back to what you and I have talked about in the the past with um, um, with the Internet being the gateway, um, you know, for manifestations. So, you know, you just got to be careful. Um, You've got the the manifest in front of you on page 10. If you look down, it says, are you a part of any political groups or movement? 
or I'm sorry, below that, it says, did, you, did, did the groups you support or align with order to or promote your attack? Read what he wrote there. I thought this was very interesting. Promote, did the groups you support or are aligned with order or promote your attack? No, no group ordered my attack. I make the decision myself, though I did contact the reborn Knights Templar for a blessing in support of the attack, which was given. So it wasn't authorized, but a blessing was given. It was condoned. So this was that's right. So this was premeditated, pre uh, pre planned, and uh, these actual people knew about it beforehand. So let's can I let let's let's speak on that real quick. Let's try to see if we can tie in this reborn Knights Templar. <laughs> I'm going to send you something on your Facebook for know. sure. Sanctioning attacks as well as this whole eco-fascist uh, white supremacy ideology. Now, <laughs> if I lose you, I will be back in, but I hopefully I won't. Um, take let me find take your time. Okay. So I recently, gotta... no, you're fine. Just... Recently, Alexandria okay. Ocasio-Cortez uh, talked about how the lives of children in the future are going to be uh, categorically different categorically more difficult. There's been a scientific consensus that the lives of children is going to be considerably more difficult in the future. So her response is to go ahead and tell people to not have kids. Now we've been seeing this whole depopulation, dehumanization, population control, kill yourself. We, 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 we see this manifesting now and, and, and it's infiltrating this movement where people say it's for the name of the environment. So this guy doing what he's doing He's saying he's carrying out all these crazy chaotic attacks in the name of the environment and in the future. That is beyond me. Exactly. Okay. So I sent you a couple um, pictures on Facebook, a few pictures, um, three of them actually. And um, the bottom one is the one that um, you may want to show people. Getting it up now, but uh, describe it for listeners if you could. Um, okay. It is a picture of uh, the back of a um, jean jacket, and it is a motorcycle club, and it is called the Templars of Christchurch. And it has the Nazi, um, the Nazi warbird and the Nazi symbol underneath, uh, underneath. And I think it's interesting that their name are Templars. The Templars. And for people... Uh, I, I don't know how people wouldn't know about the Knights Templar. I don't uh, know how they wouldn't know, but if you're not, I mean, I thought everybody has seen, you know, the Da Vinci Code. Um, you know, uh, the Knights Templar is one of the oldest. Um, the original of, keepers of information, man. They, right, yeah. yeah. They took I, I think they, they basically took over where the Library of Alexandria um, left off, basically, right? Yeah. Um, is this the video? Is this the picture of the guy that's that's actually texting uh, during? Yes. Yes. That is. During the shooting. Yeah. Yeah. But here uh, for for audio listeners or for video uh, listeners, I'm pulling up the uh, the body armor, which has the Black Sun logo on it and all kinds of other things uh, scribbled on there. Now, I have a, a, a quick question for you, Lori. Why do you think do you, do you think that this is like another Nazi ideology being intermixed in there? Like what, what, what's the connection there? Like, why are we hearing about Nazis, the environment and essentially 
uh, supremacy. Um, why? I'm sorry, my phone rang and I didn't hear you. Why? Why do I think that we're seeing the correlation between the two? Yes. Uh, to to invoke again that knee jerk reaction of hatred um, to to do the division. Um, you know, I mean, you're seeing a lot of the um, Democrats here in the United States um, using the word Nazi quite frequently, quite frequently when referring to um, Trump supporters or even I'm, I'm going to be honest, even just plain white people. Um, and so this goes goes with the division. This goes with with trying to put a line in the sand and trying to make make people um, feel a negative emotion. I think that's crazy. You know, it's. It, it, I think you I get. Remember, you got to remember, EJ. We're dealing with people who have been been perfecting this mind control for so very long. I mean, for for 2000 years, they've been perfecting this. And if you even want to go one step deeper, had this man possibly been MK Ultra, okay, then you're opening up a new, a new line of, of first, of first, uh, a first person shooter aspect of it, because he was a first person shooter being controlled through the MK Ultra. Well, I know last year we had the we had that David M. Katz shooter from uh, the NFL Xbox game. He was taking all kinds kinds of pharmaceuticals. We never got to the to the the bottom of what happened with the Las Vegas shooting. Mm-hmm. It seems like every single year we're just having these kind of chaotic shootings uh, that, that 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 only intensify. And I think that's what's dangerous about it. Clearly, they're trying to carry out an agenda, but that's that's what we were trying to point out at the start of this: the level of insanity. And, and, and sheer wicked evil that these people are operating in, they're willing, as, as long as the agenda moves forward, they don't care who, who, it, who it offends, who, yeah, they, who right. they kill, whoever, as long as they can carry these types of things out, yeah, it doesn't the, matter. In the Jesuit oath, they say that it doesn't matter what you do, that, that the, the ends will always justify the means. Huh. I was, uh, huh. Interesting. As we are on the air, um, it says my post goes against our community standards. <laughs> Literally, like as we're on the air, it's saying we're going to remove your post. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's crazy. I mean, we're we're getting hit from all angles. Um, I I I even put up a post showing the post that got removed, and they removed that. <laughs> um, yeah, it's. Well, there you guys go. You guys saw me accept their decision <laughs> simply so we can fight another day. They might win this battle, but they're not going to win the war. And yeah. I think that's that's the important part is like, yeah, we, we may not. You, get did to- you just put that up on Facebook just now? It Well, I, I put it up uh, hours ago. OK. And I thought that yeah. they had deleted it hours ago because they deleted it off of Instagram hours ago. Oh, but- OK. Yeah. Now, this is this is an interesting picture. Before you pull it up, off the screen, I want to I point out to some something that if you've got. If you got the video, I want you guys to pay attention to something. Now, have you have you seen the video? Uh, unfortunately, I have not. No. Okay. Um, you can find the video. Um, I'll send you the link. I forgot what it's called, um, but the video is available on um, bestscore.com. Um, okay, and I and I have the video. I can send it to you. I have I have everything. On this, they, on this picture right here. Will they get us red flagged? 
Do you think it'll stop us from being able yes. to stream? Yes. Do you, yeah, we can't, we can't show the video. Ah, uh, crap. Uh, yeah, they pulled me within, uh, literally, EJ, within five minutes of me turning to, uh, throughout the video, I kept getting the, the warning saying, we're going to shut you down, we're going to shut you down, we're going to shut you down. And as soon as I um, ended the live stream, boom, it was gone and I got a notice and I've got a community strike against me. So, but they didn't suspend me for 90 days, which is good. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm really iffy on what to do. You know, I, 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 let's just say, you know what? I'm folding and I'm buckling under their censorship at the moment because I do believe that this is a small fry compared to what's coming. And I want to be able to be, and that's, and that's another thing is I think this is their motivation, EJ. I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to silence us because when the big event does come, they want to make sure that they have all of the news funneled out of the mainstream media so they can completely 100% um, control the narrative. They're yes. trying to take us out of the picture because we are, a thorn in their side, completely, 100%, totally. I have a, I've been working with a lot of people, uh, basically in our absence, the Free Thought Project, the anti-media, the activist post, a lot of other epic, amazing alternative media platforms. We've been talking solutions, and I'll go over those with you uh, yes. off air, because we have a, because you're right, we see the attacks coming. This is why we have to innovate and still be able to reach the audience. But exactly, you're correct. They're ratcheting exactly. things up. So if you look at this picture, and, and if you pay attention to this on the video, okay, to the right of the man in that's in the front of the picture, you see his watch and his leg and his arm. To the right of that man, there's a gentleman wearing an aqua jacket, aqua and white jacket. And in one frame of the video, you see him sitting up. It's, his back is to you. You see, him, you see him sitting up. He's not shaking. He's not in any distress whatsoever, Okay. And you see this, this gentleman right here texting on his phone, um, not in any distress. And um, the, next, the next frame, come, it, it pans away, and then it comes back to the man in the, um, the aqua color jacket. And he's laying on the ground like he's dead. Uh, not moving. And it raised, I mean, I was like, wait a minute. And I, I rewound it. I was like, is that the same guy? And it is. It's totally the same guy. Now, I'm not saying that, um, you know, anything hokey is going on, because I do understand that, that, that uh, Muslims do pray face down. So he may have been praying. I don't know. Um, but it just kind of, it kind of raised a few red flags to me, um, this whole scenario here. Well, we saw the same type of thing uh, with some of the Syrian, the, the false flag attacks with the Syrian chemical attacks, uh, where they had white helmets uh, basically grab kids from nearby towns and say, hey, you want to be a part of this production? And then they basically took them to these Hollywood sets. And there are pictures where some of them have their hand, their thumbs up, mm -hmm. like, ha ha, look at us. We're in a Hollywood movie. We're getting paid. And then the next clip over right next to it is yeah. where they have the blood on them. They put the dirt. They look a little Crisis bit. Crisis cast. Yeah. If, if you guys don't know who Crisis cast is, uh, Google Crisis cast and look. We're talking about, let, let me just tell you guys, we're talking about a company that is so large and has so much at their disposal. They have doctors, they have psychologists, they have Hollywood grade special effects at their disposal. Okay. When you hire these people to come in and set up a scenario for you or for your company or for, for whatever government, and it says on it, governments, companies, they don't, they don't care. They'll come in and they'll set it up. They take care of everything. And they train their uh, crisis actors to um, to have the psychological um, 
the psychological profile of the person of the victim that they're supposed to be playing. So, and I believe we saw this in the Boston bombing. Um, look at the gentleman who had his leg blown off. I mean, it was kind of bad acting. He wasn't in any distress, you know, but people, you know, um, look at the LAX where we have the picture of the people running with a, with a dummy on the, uh, on, on the wheelchair. Um, you know, there's so many things now looking back that we, we can catch these things. And, you know, um, you have up on the screen uh, the floor. Um, I mean, I'm not saying that, um, that this is the same room. But um, I'm not saying it's not either. Yep. Yep. Well, you know, it, you know you're looking at it and. This is this is the beautiful thing with perspective. This is how technology works these days. People put a fisheye lens on a lot of things. It can distort it. Even if you put a fisheye lens on this, these are clearly not the same. This is not the same pattern. Mm-mm. So so we're being we're being sold some kind of false narrative. Yeah. And they're and they're fighting to get the um, the the evidence off of the Internet as quick as they can. And I got to tell you something. I honestly and the more I think about it, EJ, the more I think that this is a test. How fast can they shut us up? How fast yeah. can they shut us down? How fast can they pull everything that we can use? Um, it just, you know, did you ever have just this thing in the back of your head going, it doesn't make sense. We had Facebook and Instagram shut down the day before this happened. What were they doing? Were they, up, were they upgrading their algorithms? Were they inputting algorithms to catch this event the next day? It's it's not beyond the realm of possibility. That's where my mind immediately went, you know, uh, and and we were saying this before, before the show as well, you know, just look at some of the strange peculiarities, the synchronicities, this is how, how it all lines up. What did Facebook remove from its servers during its outages? It's been up there for like like since 2004, and it's and it, it it's having all kinds of different data breaches for sure. People are getting their information taken, yeah, via third party party apps for sure. But for it to go down for an extended period of time, as well as, as well as Instagram, because you, Instagram will go down and people will go to Twitter, they'll check it there. But right. for the for both of them to be go- down for that amount of time time. Mm -hmm. and then for us to basically resurface with this with this 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 event which was facebook streamed there's 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 too many things there there's too many red flags they're trying to figure out ways to censor our speech exactly exactly and um like i said if they do succeed in this when the big event does come then they what they've done is they've succeeded in um, bottlenecking people to have to depend on mainstream media, who we know is is controlled uh, narrative. So, yeah, I think it's a uh, we. I think I'm very curious to see what all is going to come from this because I know we've only scratched the surface. Like we're looking at the peculiarities, <laughs> the body count, the numbers keep changing, the story keeps changing. You know, there's there's too many different things surrounding this for this just to be a simple event. And that the you've, you've also got to ask as well. What is happening underneath the news that we're not being told about? Exactly. And that's, you know, they, they're, they're notorious for the shell game. You know, we always, in, and I think that's why I enjoy working with you and, and Eric Spitfire and, and, you know, Scott and the team is because we keep each other on point. 
what one person sees, we're human. We all get tunnel vision, but the other people pull us back and they go, wait a minute, you know, um, you're paying attention to the ball underneath the shell over here when this over here is going on. And you're, you know, so they're notorious for this. Keep a keep an eye on whatever, um, whatever they're doing. You have to look someplace else, else, um, not to change the subject. Did you, did you know that the shooter has recently not only been to Pakistan, but he's also been to Israel and North Korea? Yes. His, his travel history is very extensive. Extensive. And, um, if you look on, um, Vinny's, uh, where is it? Um, Where is it? It says something about um, the the country, the country where it took, oh, right here. The country where the event took place has recently irritated Israel in some way. Huh. And if you do some research, I, 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 there's, there's so many aspects of this. It's, and I'm only one person now. I, I, I'm doing all this solo. Um, I, I think there was some sort of uh, altercation between New Zealand and Israel uh, recently. Not sure what it is. Um, I have to take a look at that uh, further. But yeah, um, and I, I wish I, I wish I could, uh, you know, re- go in deeper on that. But uh, yeah, there there was some sort of altercation between Israel and uh, um, New another. Zealand. Just another quick, strange. Uh, just another thing to point out, real quick. Uh, just to get this on record, Aaron Kessel of uh, the Activist Post put up that apparently they found IEDs strapped to multiple vehicles, uh, as well as there were supposed to be two other shooters, or or at least yeah, one. Yeah, that's shooter. another thing is um, at the same time that this man was shooting up the one um, the one mosque, the other mosque simultaneously was being shot up. This was the first story that went out. Um, we did get reports that there was more than one shooter, and now, miraculously, there's only one. I just want to know how he pulled off doing both shootings that extensively. How how did he? And then in the video, he's shown going back into a mosque. So he so we're we're supposed to believe that he shot up a mosque, traveled six miles, shot up another mosque, went to his car reloaded went back inside another mosque back inside that mosque and started shooting up again but think about it that's that's that is the same narrative that they used with a with the las vegas shooting right that he was in two different locations or they tried to say that steven paddock was in two different locations it's like not only do they need to get their story straight Mm -hmm. but it's getting to the point to where we can't even trust the mainstream official narrative and they wonder why we form things like this because we don't know what we're being told there's too many lies. There's too many distortions. And clearly somebody's trying to push an agenda here for them to have an overnight bill ready, passed and ready to go. This is this is this is why this type of stuff is so dangerous, because they're trying to literally usurp our usurp our rights using our emotions. Exactly. And one of the one of the fault or the, uh, the red flags here, as it says, where, um, you know, uh, where is it? Um, Details of the event make it impossible to not be reminded of other recent false flag events. It's like they use the same script, only they just, you know, tweak it a little bit. So I want to, I want to read 
I want to read 12 huge bombshells real quick, and then we'll start wrapping this type of stuff up because this is it to me. It just kind of signifies what's going on, the stuff that's happening in the background and why, yes, this, the shooting itself is curious, but everything else that we need to pay attention to, uh, you know, the Nixon sex cult and how it was a superseding indictment. The Nancy Salzman plea deal. uh, That's number one faith under criminal investigation. I'm not sure if you do about that. I didn't. Uh, Congressman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, a hired actress with socialist handlers. That's something that I'd, I'd like to kind of wrap up talking with you about. XBF, XFBI, uh, Lisa Page's revealing transcripts released. Senator John McCain's uh, role in Spygate. Um, uh, federal court moves to unseal documents in Jeffrey Epstein's alleged sex trafficking operation. Lolita Express, if people aren't familiar with that. Andrew Wiseman is leaving the special counsel. Uh, um, 50 big names charged or indicted in college admission payoff scheme. I know Obama's being actually called to, t- to testify on some of his stuff as well. Oh, wow. The New Mexico terrorist camp sus- superseding indictment, finally. More information about this. New Mexico jihadis out here. Uh, that, that stuff finally coming to an end. And, and, and there's just so many other things that are going on that for them to 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 blast this over the the news it says what are they trying to cover up yes there's so many peculiarities but what else is going on and 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 what's being hidden from us so to kind of wrap things up uh, you know we were we were joking about the kind of headaches people like alexandria casio cortez uh gives you do you do you want to speak on that real quick or should i just tear into her first Oh, yeah, go ahead. I do have notes on it. I actually just uh, just did a show on it, but be my guest. I will pop in. Oh, yeah. So let's <laughs> let's whenever I covered this on our, our podcast episode, I spent way too much time joking uh, about how much not only how much of a it's she is, but how dangerous it is for somebody like that uh, to be making these kinds of statements. Now, you guys can go to our Instagram page and you can see the full video where uh Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez answers a, a casting call mm-hmm. and how she's basically a, a paid for puppet. She's not real. She's not organic. She's not, she's not, she's not authentic. She, she's, she's fake by every means of the word. She's fake. A few weeks ago, uh, when I was coming back from South Carolina, hosting the flat earth debate, she hopped up on Instagram live, cutting a cucumber or whatever vegetable she was cutting, talking about how the lives of children is going to be su- substantially worse and everything you guys have heard us hear us talk about uh, on this on this broadcast, she's basically trying to say that in a more nice and polite way. She essentially said that we need to stop having kids because well, pop uh, uh, reproducing is bad for the earth. Now think about that. You have this bought and paid for politician telling you that 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 reproduction is bad. If you care about the earth, stop having kids. ABC Today did a story on that uh, two years ago. You have people like uh, 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 Democratic congressional candidate Scott Wallace talking about taxing irresponsible breeders, people that have more than two kids. And now you have this this self-described white supremacist, eco-fascist talking about the birth rates. You have this United Nations, UNESCO, Agenda 2030, world government, one world government, new world order ideology that's being pushed out there that's basically saying kill yourself stop having kids the earth is better this is an anti-human agenda and people like alexandria ocasio-cortez is essentially the mouthpiece for it 
And so every time I hear her speak, <laughs> I just get like frothing at the mouth, like enraged because <laughs> I can just, I can just see the plastic on her. I can just, Oh, yeah. I get, I, I, I literally, get I excited. call her, I call her Alexandria occasional cortex. It's appropriate. It is so appropriate. Yeah. And you know what? It does not surprise me in the least uh, what has been discovered about her. It does not surprise me in the least who her puppet masters are. And, um, you know, I don't know what kind of effect this is going to have um, on her. um, I don't even want to say on her. she 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 wasn't elected she was selected but we we know this we know this but to actually just see this i mean she she answered her brother sent in a uh uh audition tape for to answer a casting call in 2017 you know i mean who does who first off who puts out a casting call for congressmen At, at if you ask me that's just more evidence of the fact that you have Hollywood and Washington right. working together. Yeah. For, for those who don't know, uh, we're talking about in 2017, the Justice Democrats held auditions for political congressional candidates that would run on their platform for various congressional seats throughout the country. AOC's brother Gabriel submitted her for the role. She admits to this on air on an interview stating that she was working at a restaurant at the time. So when you look at it, AOC's star power, um, you know, probably she's probably the most famous person in Congress, maybe ever. Okay, so their casting of her was was pretty spot on. It was pretty perfect. And the the lead, the um, uh, executive director of the Justice Democrats, her name's Alexandra Rojas. She said that they got over ten thousand nominations, and they the, they did cast AOC in the quote unquote role of congr- Congresswoman. The role. The role. Okay, of, of Congress. Now I want I want to just go over something real quick. I want you to, to know who the Justice Democrats are. Um, their stated purpose is to challenge and challenge and um, um, let's see, challenge and uh, corporalist establishment Democrats in congressional primaries and ultimately gain control of Congress and, and implement their platform. Now the Justice Democrats were created by Bernie Sanders advisors, the Young Turks Network and the Secular Talk Radio teamed up with brand new Congress, We Will Replace You in Our Revolution. And they were all formed by former Sanders staffers who wanted to, quote unquote, weaponize progressive activism from 2018 and beyond. Weaponize progressive activism. Is that what you said? Yes, that's their quote. Huh. AOC is a brand. She's, She's a brand. Okay, she does not make her own policies. She does not have her own ideas. Corbin Trent and Zach Exley are her handlers. If you go on the Underground Resistance Network, I have a a video there, talks about AOC. It it gives the interview, and you see Corbin Trent and Zach doing an interview, and within days, she mimics their words to down to the down to the period it blows my mind i'm i'm playing right now uh the video and we'll play it after this as well so uh, we can get it on record but you know this is this is mind blowing i'm going to put a link in the chat room to uh their site 
Oh, I can't. Can I? Oh, I did. Okay. There you go. There's the justicedemocrats.com. Take a look at their platform. I mean, even the Green New Deal was drafted by their staff. I just, and I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad you're saying too, I need to stop getting upset and getting emotional and get yeah, serious. It, because you it's you just gotta, in your face. It's just so yeah. in your face that it's just like mind blowing that people can't put the pictures together. Absolutely. Well, here's the thing is because people don't want to believe that they're being manipulated. People want to believe that um, because, you know, and I'm the same way. I, you know, you're not going to tell me what to do. You're not going to tell me how to think, you know. And so when they see these things that go against their cognitive dissidence, they get defensive and they then they and which makes them grasp on harder to their false, false pretense or false narratives. And it's so hard. It's like prying. It's like prying a candy bar out of a, of a two year old's hand. It, it's sometimes, you know, you're just like, you know, it's not let go of it. It's not good for you. You know, it's, it's not going to do you any good. And they just hold onto it tighter and tighter and tighter. The more you show them, they just close their eyes and, you know, they have that little temper tantrum. But I mean, here's right here. We're seeing they, these people admit to putting out a casting and they, they show, they show Alexander Roja, uh, the director of the Justice Democrats. She even says they got over a hundred, uh, they got over 10,000 nominations and they cast AOC in the quote-unquote role of the congresswoman. Let's see if we can play some of this clip. I'm uh, uh, I'm going to restart it. Let me know if you can hear it, Lori K. Yep. And you guys can find this uh, on our Instagram. Back in 2016, we put out... Can you hear it, Lori? Yes, I can. Okay. Trying to capture the diversity of background, of experience of the American electorate, the people that aren't currently represented in office. We got over 10,000 nominations. Out of those 10,000 nominations, we found Alexandria. In 2016, the founders of Justice Democrat put out a nationwide call asking Americans to answer. One of those nominations came from Gabriel Ocasio-Cortez. Literally working out of a restaurant. And I was like, there's no way. Her profile is not what you think of as someone who should run for office, right? I grew up with a really politically engaged and attuned family. We always were debating politics, talking about things, but we were never involved in the formal structures of politics. We saw these signs of someone who's willing to sacrifice their own future for the good of others. I remember some of the moments that I felt really dejected about politics, the extension of the Bush tax cuts Mm -hmm. in 2010, and seeing that the same people were financing all campaigns. And I was like, what is even the difference of a Democrat and a Republican? That was the depressing part, right? Yeah, exactly. And so I, like a lot of working people, felt that cynicism, and I understood it very deeply. 2016 represented a re-engagement. That's when I started tuning in more to activism and really getting to the core of these issues. I remember that evening on election day in November. I was really disappointed and really sad, but I was not shocked. She was at Standing Rock trying to figure out... She was not at Standing Rock. Just like No, no. Someone like Trump wins. My experience at Standing Rock was so spiritually transformative. Hold on. Hold on. Mm, oh, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to pause it right there because oh. we, just, we just had Justin Harvey of We Are Change Orlando on who was at Standing Rock. I could bet you he did not see someone like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez there. And there's no pictures of her there. There's nothing. Nope. There's There's no evidence that she was there. I mean, you would think that 
you know, being, you know, the person that she is, because we all know that she likes to suck it up in front of the camera, that there would be some sort of picture of her at the pipeline and there's nothing. And you would figure, you know, again, this is how they do this. They've have to fabricate stories. They know how to appeal to millennials and people like ourselves who Absolutely. want that open change. You say Minnie Wakani, Standing Rock, I'm fighting against uh, uh, ex -cor corrupt corporations. We're going to be like, hey, this person gets it. That's all they had to do is to get her to say something like that. And they're the banking. Here's the thing, uh, EJ, is they're banking on millennials not researching. Millennials take things at face value. Not me. No. Well, you're, you're an exception. You are such an exception to the rule. And I, I have to keep reminding myself how young you are because I feel like that you're just an old soul. But, you know, you know for the most part, millennials don't. They just take things at face value. They are told from the time they get up to the time they go to bed what to think, what to feel, what to, what, how to react, what to eat, what to drink, okay, what type of phone to buy, what type of coffee to drink, what type of clothes to wear, what type of, you know, what type, type of car to drive. Millennials, for the most part, cannot think for themselves. So whatever, so whatever mainstream spoon feeds these people, they're going to believe it. This is why I tell you guys to stay vigilant because our adversary, the devil, is like a lion roaming about seeking whom he may devour. Let's finish uh, some more of this video and then we'll start wrapping things up. Being there in such an acute moral struggle, you really saw how it was more important than any material thing. And so I walked out of the camp and I was like, what do I do? And then literally that day, I get this email like, this is what you do. So Izzy, one of the people that was working with us at the time, called and it was scheduled for 20 30 minutes and it went maybe an hour and a half like you hadn't thought about running for office or anything at that point right? no no you, know, you got to do something i you knew that i had something. to do something yeah, we would call people up and kind of walk them through the platform we would try to call up folks that were like doing all kinds of amazing stuff right every conversation would have a very awkward pitch at the end because yeah, it's, like, it's, it's like hey do you want to work like, for us you want to be a puppet yeah. She was like, well, would you be open entering this kind of nomination process? And I was like, sure, because that's not a, will you run for a Congress? Yeah, we felt the passion in her voice. She really wanted to fight for the big thing. And she got on a bunch of uh, video calls to meet some of the other candidates that at the time were thinking about running. There were so many other amazing candidates. The entire time I didn't think I was going to be. In my brain, I was like, this isn't going to happen. This isn't going to happen until Izzy called. And she was like, hey, do you want to go to Kentucky in two weeks? And I was like, oh. We invited people to an in-person summit in Kentucky when we started getting serious about who we were going to run. Well, Kentucky was, I mean, I found it at least for me. That was a spiritual experience. That, that was, me, it was, was spiritual. It was. Uh, okay. I'm going to pause it right there. You know why they, you know why they say it was a spiritual experience in Kentucky? Is because that's a place that's rich probably in, yeah, it's, it's got racism for sure, but it's steeped in history. This place is probably heavily conservative. And to have these people, these socialists, these democratic socialists go up in Kentucky, I bet it was very spiritual for them to go up in there and say, look at this plan we're going to hatch. Look at us try to figure out how to take America down. We're right in the heart of, we're right in the heart of what they would want. And we're going to figure out how to destroy them from the inside out. I bet it was a very spiritual experience for them. But audience, I'm going to put the link for this in the description bar below so you guys can go check out uh, the rest of it. We just watched the first three minutes of it. We're going to start trying to wrap things up here. Uh, but Lori, what 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 are your thoughts on on Alexandria? You know, just, just something else. <laughs> yeah. 
I think she's very dangerous to the political um, um, to the, the, the political uh, what do I say landscape of the of the country. Um, I think that, um, like I said, millennials have to be told how to think and how to react. And I think that a lot of them have latched on to her and her, um, her crazy idolist, idol, idolistic, whatever ideas that she has. I think she's very dangerous. Um, I've watched her since her election. Um, and, uh, she has an alt, they, they have a plan and, and they're, they're, utilize, they're, they're putting forth the plan. And the plan is, um, to take out the um, to take out the older members of Congress um, to render yes. them obsolete, and I mean I, I've I've seen some of the her interactions with the older I mean she, she's just a freshman, and she treats these 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 uh, five year uh, veterans or you know and more like dirt. And, yes. you know, I, I don't I don't see how the American people can be OK with that. But sadly, they are. So, yeah, I think she's very dangerous to the to the landscape of, of the political um, feeling here in America. I'm no fan of Pelosi, you know, especially now. That not she, either. Now that she's got her uh, her 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 nephew, I think, Gavin Newsom in uh, over there in California. I'm no fan of Nancy Pelosi either, but I am a fan of respect and seniority. And what I and I see what people like Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, uh, uh, David Hogg, you know, you could name all these other Ilhan Omar. You 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 can name all these new people that they're putting out there because that's exactly what it is. It's the new crop of globalists. We had uh, Zbigniew Zabrinsky die off last year, as well as George Bush Senior, David Rockefeller. You're having these 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 big name globalists okay. die mm-hmm. off. McCain as well. And so now they need to put a, a whole bunch of new fresh faces. And that's why they're putting people like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez out there is because she does appeal to our generation. She's 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 the female Bernie Sanders uh, with a little bit of disrespect and a little bit of spice like, ooh, and, and that gets people because, again, they're not able to have that filtration and that discernment. She's very dangerous. I, I, she I would is. And she's a she's a brand. OK, she's a brand. When they put when they put out that that casting call, they were looking for a specific, specific person that could move forth their, their agenda, their platform. They found the perfect person in Ocasio-Cortez and they, they're going to move forward with it. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with this new green deal. Um, because I got to tell you something, no matter how you slice it, no matter how you dice it, socialism slash communism does not work. Nope. You can only take from everybody else until there's nothing else. You've got to learn to generate. And these yeah. demo- these democratic socialists, these communists, they don't get that. Get your hands out of my pockets. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, in, in the words of her, of her, you know, how are we going to pay for it? Well, we'll just print more money. They don't even know how the economy works. I don't, let alone, let alone to run, run this company. I got to say as, as a person, um, the, the X generation, um, as, as being an ex-gen, I've got to say that this is scary to me, okay? Um, I see the way uh, that, that we're going down the path that we're going. And I don't mean to sound, uh, I don't even know, you may, I don't even know what you may call me after I say it, but I really think that the time to bring McCarthyism back is probably right now. Well, I, I think the, the biggest problem I have with this is the fact that you have overarching 
governmental control. The fact that she wants, and that's what I'm saying. This is all agenda 21. You guys can just read it and it will tell you everything that she's saying. She doesn't come up with her own talking points. They want to raise taxes uh, on you and on corporations. So the corporations can give out the laws to the citizens. They want to have government control everything else. The governments don't control or everything else. that The corporations don't control. They want to have, they want to have access to your water, uh, to your, to your electricity, to your transportation. This, that's what I find so dangerous about this is it's, it's, it's extraordinarily authoritarian, uh, uh, it, it, it destroys our rights. It's, 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 it's crazy. And you yeah, have, they're not, they're not, not, they're not trying to spread around the wealth. They're trying to spread around the poverty. They're consolidating the wealth and spreading poverty. Absolutely. I yeah. want to, I want to close this out because again, we, we started this off talking about uh, uh, the Christchurch shooting and now it's a, it's the birth rates, this eco-fascist, this guy carrying out all this kind of crazy stuff in the name of the environment, right? Because he's, he's, he's trying to see into the future. This is the type of future that essentially Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is telling you she's just a lot more subtle, like the devil would be. Our planet is going to be a disaster if we don't turn the ship around. And so it's basically like there's scientific consensus that the lives of children are going to be very difficult. And it does lead, I think, young people to have a legitimate question, you know, should is it okay to still have children? Yes, it is. Absolutely. We were put on this earth to procreate. That's what, that was our mission. People are graduating with 20, 30, a hundred thousand dollars worth of student loan debt. And so they can't even afford to have kids in a house, but also just this basic moral question, like what do we do? And, and even if you don't have kids, there are still children here in the world and we have a moral obligation to them uh, to leave a better world for them. And this idea that if we just, you know, I've been working on this for X amount of years. Um, it's like not good. Our planet. It's is like familiar. not good enough. I'm just going to go ahead and cut it off if there. We, if we don't have children, then who are we leaving this planet to? That's all we're doing the work for is for the next generation. If we, yeah, and if we stop having those next generations, then ultimately, who are we doing this for? The elite. That's exactly. It. And I don't work for them. I work for the people. Amen. Lori, Lori, it is always a pleasure. Always. Thank you for coming on, and I cannot wait to have you back on again. We have to, these, these, these little breaks, they have to shorten. <laughs> I completely agree, AJ. Thank you so much for having me, and thank you to everybody who's listening. God bless. Before you head out, where can yeah. people find more of your amazing work? Okay, they can find me on the Underground Resistance Network on Facebook. Um, I, I do apologize for the lack of content on there. I'm doing it by, by myself, um, and I've got so much on my plate, 130,000-something um, people on the page. Um, we also have the Underground Resistance Network group, which is almost at 9,000, which is a little more intimate, you might say. Um, where we, we post up questions, we have discussions. It's, it's really fun. And you can find me on um, the Underground Resistance Network on YouTube. And we ju I just launched our Twitter page. So we're over there. Ooh. I know, moving up in the world. I do have my Instagram too, but I don't, I don't like Instagram because my posts are usually long. And I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't whittle it down to you know, what they want. Twitter too, but we're on both. I totally understand. I'll be sure to put all those links in the description bar okay. below. Uh, and again, Lori, thank you for coming on. It thank is you. always a pleasure. 
Always a pleasure to be with you, my dear. Oh, yeah. And there she goes, gang. So I'm going to put all that information in the description bar below. Definitely check it out. And if you guys have some, some, some anomalies that you found yourself, don't hesitate to send them our way. We're always trying to figure out these types of things and get to the bottom of it. Uh, if you have any questions, feel free to email me. I'll have it in the description bar below. And as always, guys and gals, stay vigilant, expose lies, and share truth. This is Noise Era, Freedom Faction, and Lori Alexander of the Underground Resistance Network. Out. Peace. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.